Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into the flagship on this recording guess Tuesday, Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. Can you believe it? It's Georgia week for Ole Miss football, Ole Miss basketball on Monday, tipped off the Chris Beard era. So what better time to have Keith Carter, Ole Miss athletics director, back here on the podcast than today. Hey, friend, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, but for you, you've been a busy man. So What's this week like for you, for the rest of us? You know, even if you're a fan, media, whoever it might be, if you're associated with Ole Miss in any way, it's about as exciting as it gets, right? Yeah, you know, this is this is um, why you do it, you know, for, for weekends like this and opportunities like this. And, um, you know, to be to be really the, the talk of the nation, you know, from a college football perspective this whole week. And, you know, we have all day Saturday. Obviously, college game day is going to be in Athens. And then, you know, the game that, that evening. So, um, you know, you want you you work hard, you you, you prepare for for moments like this, and um, you know this is why you play in the SEC and 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 do these these great things. So a lot of excitement, um, and so we'll go there and uh, and see how things play out. All right. So what is more exciting for you? I mean, you're the basketball guy, and Chris Beard era tips off Monday night, right? I mean, this that whole process in leading to one of the most accomplished coaches in in basketball coming to Ole Miss, that is now underway and also it's this big primetime matchup it's got to you got to be feeling like you're being pulled in a million different directions right now hey and don't forget about the kids game we had at 11 o'clock yesterday yep. for women's basketball my ears are still screeching a little bit <laughs> from that as well um but no you know the start oh, it's of always a great idea in theory keith you know what i mean like and then when you're out there and the shrieking has been going on for like 15 straight minutes it's tough it is, it is, and I, everybody leaves there and, you know, hears that for the next couple of days, but, uh, you know, that was really awesome, you know, the the, the kickoff for, for both men's and women's basketball is on the same day, so we we did a good job of, of getting a doubleheader in, and uh, Coach Yo's team, you know, had a great game, and, and I know the kids had a great time, and then obviously last night, um, you know, what wasn't the wasn't the prettiest, um, you know, the prettiest game, but uh get a win is a win. And uh Coach Beer was great to get get him in and get, you know, get the first win under the belt and uh really, really excited about this team and our program and, and what he's doing over there. And then, you know, the big game on on Saturday over in Athens. So a lot going on. Um, but again, that's that's why you want to do it. We talk a lot around here about uh, you know, being relevant and and competing and winning championships and uh we get those opportunities this week. What's the most pressing matter on your plate right now? What's the big ticket item on your on your desk? 
Well, you know, I think when you have these overlaps of, of seasons, I mean, this is a, just a busy time for our staff. Um, you know, you still got some volleyball that's being played. You got cross country that's going on. You got rifle that's going on as well. And then plus, you know, basketballs and, and football. Um, you know, so we're really busy and, and, you know, keeps our staff, you know, on their toes. Um, but, you know, we, we still got a lot of kind of national global things. I mean, obviously the, the NIL, you know, discussion and, uh, some of the litigation around uh, the NCAA and rev share and just a, a lot of, again, heavy topics that are still in the background, you know, going on kind of simultaneously, you know, with all these seasons and, and our student athletes getting to compete. So um, it keeps us busy. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're um, you know, preparing uh, for a bowl game. You know, that's already started. We don't know exactly where that's going to be yet, but we know we're going to be uh, going somewhere in, in late December, early January. So that, that discussion has started and planning. Um, got a big donor trip over to Georgia this weekend, which will be a lot of fun. So just a lot going on. And, um, you know, that's a good thing. You know, we, we'd much rather be really, really busy than, than not have a lot to talk about. It's quite obvious if, if you just look at the fan support that you've got, not only in football. I mean, this, this year feels different. It feels like Ole Miss is really stepping up to the plate all around, and that includes the fans as well. Really answering the call of Lane, you, everybody's been wanting to see this. Chris Beard getting that student section for Alabama State told me that Ole Miss fans, they're ready. They're ready to win. And have you seen that not just from the vantage point, a, a different type of fan response, not just from the vantage point of the stands are filled, but also donations and the work with OMAF and Grove Collective. I know y'all aren't in official capacity with them, but all of those things, has there been tangible growth in that way? Yeah, I think any metric you look at right now um, is is growing. You know, and I think that goes from, uh, you know, again, tangible metrics, which are attendance and fundraising and, and those type of things to just anecdotally, you know, just talking to people around town and around the state and uh, people are excited, you know, and I, I think that, you know, our goal was to, uh, you know, put some consistency in our in our program. You know, I think I've, I've said it before, Ole Miss has had some really high highs and some pretty tough lows, you know, over the years and, and not riding that roller coaster, finding that consistency. Um, and I think we're getting there, you know, and I think you're seeing it in our fan base. They're starting to, to realize, hey, you know, just about every sporting event we go to uh, is competitive and we have a chance to win and, and win at a high level. And so um, you're seeing it across our Olympic sports as well. Um, so, you know, that's that's what we've talked about for a long time. And I think now it's so cool to see it, you know, playing out right in front of us. With those big ticket items you're talking about, NIL and all those kind of things, what is the Ole Miss update, right? Like, where does Ole Miss stand in terms of the conversation itself? What y'all are trying to impress upon whoever is making the ultimate decision here, and just where things stand, right? Because there was a time when you and I would talk on this podcast, and man, the answer was, "Dude, I have no idea." You know what I mean? Like, we just don't know. Is there any kind of, um, you know, a little bit of an understanding of where things are, having their feet, having the feet underneath you, if you will? Yeah, I think we're getting, you know, more clarity by the day. I mean, I think there's still a lot that's, that's you know, we don't know. Um, you know, obviously, we will follow the lead of the SEC, of the Southeastern Conference. Commissioner Sankey's doing a great job of, you know, representing us nationally and you know, in Washington, D.C. when needed be and, um, you know, doing doing a lot of those things. And, and, again, you know, we talk to our staff a lot around here that, you know, we certainly know that these big-ticket items are happening um, you know, but largely are out of our control in a lot of ways. You know, we're certainly going to have a seat at the table as a member institution of the SEC, but, um, you know, we're going to we're going to rely on leadership there and, and leadership nationally to kind of lead the charge on some of that stuff. But uh, we have a lot to focus on just here at Ole Miss, you know, and so we we come to work every day. We roll our sleeves up. We want to make the, the best experience for our student athletes and coaches and fans. And 
um, you know, we'll be doing kind of going down that track, making sure we're taking care of business here in Oxford, uh, but also, you know, keeping in mind that, you know, there are some, some really big things happening nationally as well. On campus, um, on a very macro level, I mean, I know baseball, that construction for, I guess, the sidewalk stuff. Um, it seems like, I mean, I get asked that on the spirit every day on spirit.com for the ball three. Hey, what's up with, where is all that? You know what I mean? Are y'all on schedule for all the major projects? And we can go through all of them if you want to, but are you where you need to be? Well, out of all the projects, thanks for bringing up the, uh, the sidewalk at baseball. That was the one I was thinking about too. Um, that yeah. I was really excited to talk about. So yep. thanks for that. Um, no, that's that, what I'm that, here for. That's why they pay me the big bucks, friend. <laughs> that project, um, uh, you know, Got a little sideways. Uh, I think there was an issue between the, the the general contractor and the architect, and it it got behind schedule. Obviously, it was supposed to be ready before last year, mm -hmm. um, but it will be ready in December. And so, hopefully, all of that will be finished. Um, all the you know the the fencing and all that will be gone, um, and we'll have our ADA ramp over there and be ready to roll. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of cool stuff going on. Obviously, the Manning Center is is now finished up, and, and we've been able to to take people through there and do tours and obviously the student athletes and coaches really enjoying that, that, that new uh, renovation um, softball. I mean, if you've been over there, I mean, it's really starting to take shape. You can go online and, and watch the, the, the webcam, the live webcam. And um, I think they're about 70% to having the field finished, you know, and so they're wanting to be able to practice there in February, which they'll be able to do. And we'll be playing our games there next spring. So um, while the, the stadium itself won't be totally finished until after and, and through the next off season, uh, we'll be playing softball there in the spring. So that's really exciting. Um, you know, we're going to do some renovations to our soccer stadium, um, our golf facility with with the, um, the the coaches areas and locker rooms and those type of things. And then obviously we're going to do some stuff over at baseball uh, that we hope to kick off, you know, after the season with some new seating down the third base line we're really excited about. So we've got a lot going on, but at the same time, you know, we have pared back a little bit. Obviously, we put the, the west side of the stadium on the shelf, and, and we're going to revisit that later. There's just a lot going on, again, kind of back to the unknowns with NIL and RevShare and where we're going with some of that, you know, some of those items. Um, we, we had to kind of pare back a little bit on the projects, but still have a lot going on. Yeah, Champions now was such an ambitious project when it was rolled out, and it's been a success, even though uh, the thing that really caught or maybe got all the headlines was, oh, they're going to finally – make vault Hemingway stadium, what it needs to be or whatever it might. But for you, like even, even if it was that ambitious and you've had to scrap some things for like y'all are widely on, on course here. Is that, is that the general takeaway? Like you're where you want to be and the rest of it. A lot of that is to be determined because we just don't know what the landscape is yet. That's exactly right. And, you know, again, we, we've got the plans there for the West side and, and we know that that's the right thing to do. We know that we need to do that at some point And, you know, obviously with the continued growth and success of the football program, we're going to want to, you know, put some money into that stadium at some point. We just didn't feel like it was physically responsible to to do that at this time and kind of, you know, lock in to, to some of those numbers that it would take to do that. But we'll come mm -hmm. back to that. But yeah, overall, you know, I think we're in a good spot. Um, you know, the other thing we're going to do a renovation to our rifle facility, um, which will be really cool. So we're, we're kind of slowly but surely, you know, getting all of our facilities up to where they need to be. Uh, and then that bigger, you know, huge project of the stadium will be something that we'll continue to look at down the road. Um, these next couple of months are always very busy for ADs. I mean, it's not just, uh, you know, the big ticket items we talked about in regards to NIL, whatever. I mean, this is now the time when you're starting to think about the renegotiation with Lane because you're always wanting to extend him back out or make sure that he's taken care of this, that, and the other. How does that process begin? When does it begin? And do you think there'll be something – you don't want, I'm trying to ask the question without asking the question. Ole Miss fans don't want to go through it again. You know what I mean? So like, 
y'all aren't y'all aren't blind to that y'all aren't deaf to that you know what i mean so like for y'all how are y'all preparing for it yeah you know i, I think the past couple of years have been have been you know tough you know during that period of time and last year was really tough i mean with, with auburn opening up so early and obviously the speculation around that job and um, you know, we were having to really deal with that for probably six or seven, eight weeks, you know, until we got to the finish line of the season. Um, you know, thankfully this year there hasn't been, you know, a, a job or two that have opened up that have really widely, you know, caused speculation or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I think it's been good. But, yeah, obviously with the season we're having and um, we love what's happening with Coach Kiffin and the staff, you know, clearly. And, you know, I think he's settled in. I think he's, you know, put some roots down here and, and feels really comfortable with, you know, Oxford and, and what we can give him from a resource standpoint. And, and obviously with the 12-team playoff, you know, starting up next year, you know, I think Ole Miss football is primed and, and ready to, to be a major player in, in college football over the next, you know, 10, 15 years. So um, we want to make sure that Coach Kiffin and, and the staff feel good about that and um, we'll be proactive as, as we need to be. So, um, but it is getting to that time. We were talking yesterday in our staff meeting about silly season and uh, and here it comes. But you know, th this has been a little bit quiet this year, knock on wood. I mean, there'll probably be six jobs that open up today now that I said that. But I'm doing it for uh, you, man. You just jinxed yourself. <laughs> but you. it's been a little bit quiet. But, uh, you know, we all know that, you know, this late, late November, early December is certainly that time of year. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, t-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Ole Miss football is happening. The Chris Beard era right around the corner. A retooled Ole Miss baseball not long removed from his 2022 national championship, the first ever for the program, is ready for a rebound in 2024. Have you gotten your tickets? There are plenty available for all sports. Single game tickets for football available now. As are season tickets for basketball. And baseball season tickets go on sale starting in October. And you can also get tickets right now for the throwback game in the Tad Pad. They're still available, including VIP packages. But they're going fast, and you don't want to miss out. Don't miss any of your Rebels in action this season. Visit www.oldmistix.com. That's www.oldmistix.com. Or you can give them a call at 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159 for the Ole Miss Athletic Foundation, a proud sponsor of the flagship and the Talk of Champions podcast network. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. 
Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. You see all the bowl representatives. This is a very naive question. You see all these bowl representatives at the games and stuff like that. What process, what part of the process do you play in that? Right. As in, uh, I'm sure there's a preferred destination. You're not going to give that away or anything, but how do you handle all of these team or all of these bowls, all these postseason potential destinations that are interested in your team and you've got to sell them to every one of those, those programs or those bowls, I should say. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's not quite what it used to be to where, you know, you really had to work for that invitation. And, and you know, we certainly will always, you know, continue to have great relationships with the bowls. And, and you know, I've got a I've got a meeting with one of the bowls uh, this weekend, you know, in, in Athens. So um, we'll continue to do that. But now, you know, the way the system works, you're pretty much placed you know, where, where you're going to go based on your winning mm -hmm. and, and how, so really for us, it's just about continuing to go one and O and, and win. And, you know, obviously every win at this point, you know, puts us at a little higher tier bowl. So um, we feel great about where we are. And, and really when you start talking about new year's six bowls and opportunities to play in those bowls um, you know, certainly you'd love to be in the college football playoff first and foremost. And that's our goal. We'll talk about that every single year. Uh, and if you run the table, uh, don't tell coach Kiffin, I said that cause we're thinking about, Georgia. But, um, you know, if you run the table, you know, you have a chance to be in that conversation to get in the college football playoff. But if not, you certainly will end up in one of those access bowls, which, you know, to me all would be a great experience for our fans. And, um, you know, hopefully we can continue to win and, and uh, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. Yeah, I'm not trying to put the cart before the horse, but if you did put yourself in that position, if Ole Miss football does put itself in that position, what role does the athletics department play in the branding aspect or maybe just putting the best foot forward? so that the right people make the selection. You know what I mean? Like, it, I feel like if it, it wasn't just Ole Miss on the helmet, if it was LSU or Auburn, Ole Miss wouldn't have to be barely climbing up the top 10 right now. You know what I mean? It feels like it's a snail space for them. And uh, I, I just, I would hate to see Ole Miss win out, and that's Georgia's this weekend, I know. And then, you know, not get the same kind of love that an Alabama one-loss team would get. Well, I, I honestly think that if we went out, our resume is going to speak for itself. I mean, that's that's 11 and one with with, you know, went over Georgia, only lost to Alabama. 
Um, but certainly, you know, the dominoes are going to have to fall. I mean, based on where we are in the college football uh, rankings right now, football playoff rankings, uh, we're going to need some teams to lose in front of us. Um, I think there's maybe one or two teams that if I had a vote, I would have us certainly higher than them right now. Um, but again, you know, win this weekend would, would go a long, long way in, in gaining that respect. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, we as Ole Miss and certainly the last three or four years, our program has grown and our brand has grown and Coach Kiffin and the staff, the players have done a great job of that. Um, but we got to earn it a little bit. You know, we got to earn it and continue to be consistent. And, you know, I think this year you get over the hump at Georgia and somehow find a way to to keep your name in that sweepstakes. Um, all of a sudden next year and then the following year, it just starts building on itself. And um, you know, all the credit to Coach Kiffin and, and these players and student athletes for, for getting us in that conversation. Getting over the hump, meaning go beat the back-to-back defending national champion who yeah. hasn't lost yeah, no, a home game. Easy, right? Yeah. No, no problem. You know, sure. just run over there and run over there and beat the dogs real yeah. quick. No problem. Be fine. All right, last thing. Um, the Tad Pad throwback game. What went into preparing for that? Because I know it's going to sound snarky, but the, a lot goes into having to get the Tad Pad ready to play a basketball game again. And I mean, it's happening. It's it's within shouting distance now. We're we're around the corner here. What all went into that, and what kind of special environment could that be? You know, because it means a lot to you. That's your home. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. And that was, um, you know, that was something Coach Beard literally from about his first week in Oxford um, was talking about. Something he had done at other places. Played kind of a throwback game at an older venue. And I think the first time he went in Tad Smith, he's like, oh, this is going to be perfect, you know, mm -hmm. no video board, you know, nobody's been in there in eight years. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, it has been a great building because our, our spirit squads use it as their home base and the, yeah. the floor, the locker room area has been great for them. But, you know, no fans have been in there. Nobody used the bathroom in there in eight years, <laughs> whatever it is. And so, you know, we, we start looking at it and, you know, we had to put a little bit of money into it, not a ton. Um, but I think it's something really cool, you know, and, and I, the, the thing about Coach Beard and, and really a lot of our coaches uh, they're always thinking about ways to promote their program and thinking outside the box and cool ways to do that. Obviously, we're going to bring Coach Evans back and you know some of the some of the guys and 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 you know players from kind of my era and the you know early to mid to late '90s. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, you know we're basically at a sellout. You know we we've got I think maybe just a couple hundred tickets left to sell for that game, uh, and it should be a lot of fun. But I, I did tell Coach Beard when he first started talking about it. I said, okay, we're going to look into this. But in no way, shape, or form do I have to put on any uniform, shoot any shots, do anything at all that's associated with Tad Smith. Uh, and he told me that that would, that would be the case. So uh, I gave it the go-ahead. I hate that you're in the big chair now because now you knew exactly where I was going with that. I'm like, dude, you know what this is going to evolve into? You're going to have to do like a three-point shooting contest against Joe Zondarby. Right, and I was going to see, and also I, I want to lose those every day in practice. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> oh, you know? oh, oh, but I want to do that again. Come on, uh, but I will say, uh, tragically, Aaron Harper passed away. We're now down Ole Miss, two of the three Provon posse, and I just wanted to give you a chance. You're an Ole Miss basketball legend, um, to kind of touch on that because that is it's just terrible. It, it's absolutely devastating, Ben. Um, you know, Aaron had just moved back to Oxford. Um, he was working with Miss Judy over at University Florist, who has. Uh, you know, employed so many basketball players over the years in the summer. I think we all have delivered flowers for her at one time, you know, in our, in our, on our lifespan. But um, we had been at an event that night on Friday night with Aaron um, and, and a bunch of other former student athletes up at the, the Lyric and had a great time. And, um, you know, just tragic, you know, life, life can go so quickly. And, um, you know, Aaron was here in Oxford. He was, 
he was getting everything figured out. He had swing, uh, swung by the office just a couple of weeks ago when he, when he got here, knocked on the door out of the blue, hadn't seen the guy in probably 15 years. And we mm -hmm. sat here and talked for 20 or 30 minutes and caught up, but um, just really, really sad. And, um, you know, Aaron was a great guy. He loved Ole Miss. Um, and I just remember, you know, Friday night, him having such a great time around, you know, his former, you know, uh, teammates and a lot of the former student athletes and, you know, for him to, to pass away so tragically and, and you know, certainly way too soon. So thoughts and prayers to, to his family and, and the Ole Miss basketball family, the Ole Miss family. Um, you know, Aaron was a, was a great one. He's Keith Carter, Ole Miss Athletics Director. Thank you for doing this, my friend. I appreciate it. I, I would let you go. I meant to ask you this, and I forgot because I'm bad at my job. Um, I remember there was a time when you're kind of worried about all the money Ole Miss is paying out and bringing in. We Everything good? Uh, is it more solid ground now? Yeah, we're doing we're doing well. I mean, you know, the price of poker continues to go up. I mean, yeah. college athletics isn't getting cheaper, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, our folks have really, really stepped up. You know, just from a buying ticket standpoint, making donations. You know, Denson Hollis, Matt McLaughlin, Wesley, on the, the, all those folks over at the foundation have just been fantastic with raising money, setting records, and you know, over seven hundred Vault Society members now. People are really, really stepping up and. You know, I think that we're, it's going to continue to 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 take that for us to to take this, you know, these next steps that we're talking about and finding that consistency, um, because we're going to continue to have to support and and you know pay coaches and retain coaches and you know certainly you know make sure that our student athletes have everything they need to be successful. So um, yes, it's been good and and obviously post COVID we're in a much 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 better spot, um, but we got to keep working hard at it, Ben. Well, it's interesting because um, you know record enrollment again and all these kind of things and you have Ole Miss stripes that no athletics director, you know, I mean, it's different for you to now see Ole Miss, you had a vision and to see it playing out, actually getting the results you're watching. I mean, Oxford is busting at the seams as far as the people trying to cram in their games. The the attendance is different. Uh, the, the commitment is different. It's got to be just on a very personal level for you. Uh, truly a, a great, one of the greatest experiences of your life, man. I mean, this is your life's work here. Yeah, it, it's very rewarding. You know, it's very rewarding. We worked really hard, and, and I, I give a lot of credit to our staff. And, and you know, obviously it comes from the top as well. Chancellor Boyce has just been fantastic, you know, not only for our university first and foremost, but um, from an athletics perspective and just being, you know, speaking very selfishly, he's been awesome for us. You know, he he, he understands, you know, what athletics means to, a, to an institution, to a university. He supports us. Um, and, you know, I think we're seeing some of that. Obviously, you know, the, the staff across campus has done a great job with the enrollment and admissions and all that. But I think we we play a part in that, too, you know, with, with our branding and, and what we're doing in athletics. So it's just been a perfect storm of good. And, um, you know, I think it's it's, you know, now the next step is just to make sure we can maintain it and, and keep going. And, you know, he talks about it all the time with our growth, um, you know, certainly growth causes some problems some infrastructure problems. And where are we going to? put them to bed and sleep them at night. And, you know, from a student perspective, can we add more to the stadium? You know, a lot of things, but it's much better than the alternative when you're not growing. And so I think we're, we're going to figure out this growth and, and capitalize on it, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And um, certainly, um, you know, what we had tried and envisioned to have, and, and we just got to keep it going. Well, if the Tad Pad, when the Tad Pad game evolves into an event, a weekend event to open every year, and they start having alumni games and alumni three-point contests, I look forward to seeing you step out there and uh, continue to show the folks. I know you try to be humble. You can you can still ball. I've seen it. I know you can. You can do it. If you needed to, you could put on that 33, step out there, and make, make one from deep. 
If if it was a horse game, I might consider. If there's any movement, I'm out. So just uh, – He's just not going to have it no more, right? That's right. That's okay. right. He's old Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yep. Thanks, Ben. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.